Welcome to the Rogue Tailboard Podcast, where firemen are fired up and minimal is unacceptable. Hey, what's going on, guys? I know it's been quite some time since I put out a an episode or had a guest on. Just want to give you all some, just a recap of what's been going on type things and you know, with the Rogue Tailboard platform and just different aspects of life that has happened in the past few months. It has definitely, no doubt, been a wild ride, uh, a blessed one, uh, full of seasons of busyness, but definitely a wild ride. So with that said, here recently, I've gone through some programs to earn my technical search specialist certification so I can become on a deployable team for the task force that I'm a part of. That took up a lot of time and a lot of a lot of focusing and homing in on. I also went through a program in October that took up a lot of my mental and physical preparations. I did fall short on it, but I continue to toe that line as as much as I'm able to continue to do that and they're willing to accept my application every time. Uh, that's definitely a journey I want to see through. And with that, there's just been a lot of a lot of personal reevaluating, reprioritizing, just going into everything. You know, my wife and I we just recently had our newest girl, our third or third and final addition to the family here in November. So that's been definitely pouring up a lot, making sure that she's taken care of during her pregnancy on top of overtime shifts. It's just, it's life. I know y'all can get that. Life just happens, especially when you think that everything's kind of cool, calm, nice, steady pace, everything's manageable, and then bam, here's curveball after curveball after curveball. And then you just kind of look like, uh, what's that What's that guy's name from Back to the Future? Uh, McFly. No, not McFly. Whoever that wild guy is that Christopher Lloyd played, his, his name's slipping my mind right now. But he's just got that crazy hair and just wide-eyed look going on right now. Yeah, that's been me the past few months. But there's been so many great lessons learned through that, too. Uh, those are the ones I really want to talk about. A lot of it is just that mental resiliency really comes to mind when I just kind of reflect on what's been going on here lately. Just the fact that every day you just wake up and you have a lot on your plate. You know, and I could sit there and be like, crap, I'm so overwhelmed, so overloaded. And not to mention getting things together with our Fools chapter, make sure that's still staying active. But there's just so much that you would think. So you're like, okay, just one thing at a time. And it's just learning how to prioritize through that. But I didn't shy away. I didn't throw my hands up. I didn't say, man, this is just way too much. I'm just going to have to back out and just stop everything. You know, that's why it's important to have a team you know nothing nothing I do is ever just a, a Chris no thing or has my name attached to it you know, I might be the face by default on some things or I might be the the name associated because I'm pushing things out there that I'm a part of and sharing that but it is not a, a Chris no thing by any means you know I got to give big hats off to my vice president of the Fools chapter, John Moore, stepping up. I asked him to do that. While I'm in this season of business, just love that brother to death. Very like-minded, very sound fireman. Um, he's got a servant's heart, just made of gold. And so he he has been properly and just 
nurturing our fool's chapter and seeing through what needs to be done with that on that end. You know, and on top of that, we have, uh, you know, the growth of the Uncommon Fireman Group has really taken off what was just intended to be a, I want to say a, a small group, but just a, a group of those that would constantly tag each other in our Facebook workouts. And then it grew into what it is today. Um, you created that as a, a business. You've got three other guys that are on the executive board of that business with me that makes all the true financial decisions and, you know, apparel selections. And with that came the the growth of the idea to have a one uncommon week program. And I've never had to orchestrate or facilitate or logistically plan out a training event, a conference, or anything to that extent. It's all new territory for me. Not that I'm shy, shying away from it. I love a good challenge. It's just new for me. I had no idea where to go. If I got people like Ian Schulte help me behind the scenes logistically, I've got Brother Shane Bentley pouring into me because he's he's got the conference hot class thing down to a, an art, in my opinion, with what he does over there at Bears of the Oath. You know, it's just you have all these people that are in your corner, and when they're in your corner, utilize them. This is not meant for one man to be doing. Utilize them and trust them to do what they say they're going to do. And part of that's through that vetting process of, okay, well, I'm going to call you a close brother, and I'm going to be there for you any time that you need it. And I can cash out on that. I've got people that reach out to me for, you know, fill in the blank, but I've told them that if they ever need anything, to holler at me, and I respond to that, and I answer to that. So they're cashing in on my word of, hey man, Snow says he's gonna be there for me. Let me call him and guess what, I'm there for them. So there, there's a lot of prioritization that goes into play, you know, really facilitating your family time, top-notch priority, should never be looked at differently. On top of, you know, going to church, staying active with my prayer life, and I will openly admit that I have not been reading my Bible near as much, but I need to. I need to stay grounded in that and not make that time. There's things I can do to make that better. I'm not here to pour excuses. Just letting you know, being transparent, that that's one area that I can definitely strengthen up in through all this. So just uh, just busyness. Busyness in life, for sure. But like I said, going back on the mental resiliency aspect of things, when you grind hard, that's whether you're on physical journey or even a, a mental preparation kind of like what I'm going through now for a program you're uh you're going to get faced with doubts you're going to get faced with those that don't think you can make it happen or think you're way out of your element now, that's their opinions you know that's if you really want to listen to that then and actually be influenced by that I would encourage you to strengthen your tenacity inside of you to begin with that's that's just me. Uh, I've always been a doubt me now kind of guy, but not in a flaunty, arrogant way. But when someone says that I can't do something and it doesn't go against my morals or ethics, it's just a person's opinion. I feel driven to prove that wrong. One, because I know I can, but also to let them know, hey, watch watch your perception of others. And there's learning lessons and all that. But it's going to happen. But when you do those things, you are going to get mentally sharp. There's times in workouts where 
I just wanted to quit. You know, or I was wanting to see how far I can go. And then when things get very uncomfortable, I go a little further than that. And then it's almost like my, I can no longer do a, a proper form of a specific calisthenic workout I'm working on. So to me, that's, that's where I stop it. And I'm learning that I'm hurting myself on that because I've got more to give. You know, I had a, a huge mentor when I got out of a program a little earlier than I anticipated, but I got to see the true ramifications of what's what's expected and what the actual standard is. And I know how to work towards that to put on myself to, to have that same type of standard. And he said it best. Some of these things you just can't do on your own because when you sit there and you work yourself out to where you're uncomfortable and you stop, you still have 40% or you're still at like 40% max capabilities. You still have so much more to give. It's that mind doubting your body. I've got a huge life mentor that checks up on me all the time with that. I'm very grateful for him. And I know he's listening. He knows who I'm talking about. Um, and that man is the ultimate definition of brotherly love and accountability. Even though we've never had a face-to-face, we've had so many heart-to-hearts, and we are eye-to-eye on a lot of things. And I asked him to kind of guide me because he is the epiphany of what I have seen and that I would see of what overcoming adversity is and really mentally sharpening your mind to what it has become. You know, and for those that know who I'm talking about, I'm going to keep it humble and not mention his name. But I'd like to consider him to be like the the David Goggins of the fire service. The man is just a machine, absolutely humble, uh, very God-fearing man, outstanding dad. But when it comes to this personally with himself, he has hardened his mind to overcome anything. And he's been a guest on on previous uh, episodes I've had. So you can do a little homework and go back and you can... Listening to that podcast, you understand exactly what I'm talking about. And I'm wanting that for myself, too. And I haven't started this journey full forced until probably last Christmas. And I just say that because last Christmas I was doing workouts, but I wasn't taking them 100% serious. I was just doing enough to get my heart rate up or when I would feel like, okay, I've done a decent amount of work for an hour and then I would stop it. But I didn't have the greatest eating habits. You know, I was still consuming alcohol a lot more regularly than what I, I should have been doing. And those are faults of my own that I'm manning up to. But I wasn't taking this this journey of self-change to really break through barriers that scared me about myself, just being honest. Because it's a change. It's a massive discipline shift that you have to adopt if you want that. And it's not meant for everybody. I catch flack for it. I'm sure those of you that have done the same, you catch flack for it too. Oh, well, you're just, were you just trying to do, you're trying to be better than everyone else? Do you think you're, who cares? I am, I don't know about you guys, but I am so over that negative bantering in life in general, let alone in the fire service. It's just getting, to me, it's just getting out of hand. You know, we, we are supposed to be the professionalists. We are supposed to be our brother's keepers. We are supposed to build and encourage one another up. And ultimately, we are supposed to be depending on one another when those citizens have an emergency and call us. Sometimes it's kind of hard to do when the guy next to you or the guy, you know, in your organization, you have a big call and you're on scene together, but he's been just talking so much smack about you or whatever the case is because of what you're personally trying to do to better yourselves. 
that you put that aside so y'all can work together. But after the fact, there's still that kind of tension and, you know, animosity, so to say. I'm just over that. Um, just stop. If that's you, just just stop. Be happy for your brother. You know, if his actions are unintentionally drawing out insecurities of your own, stop whining about it and do something about it. Just man up. And if you feel that conviction of, well, dang, seeing him do this all the time is really revealing that I need to step up my routine or that, you know, I know I can be better, but I'm just being lazy. I choose not to, or I'm just comfortable where I'm at. Let, that's fine. If you're comfortable where you're at, quit hating on someone that wants to be extreme. They're not shoving it down your throats. They're just living their lives. You're the one that's making a big deal about it. So just put it to rest. You know, just, just move on. If you can't stand it and you want to, you know, bash on his posts or whatever, stop following him. Stop looking at it. Who cares? You know, you're the one that's making a big deal. And we see it and we hear it. And, you know, it used to be fuel to go on, but I don't need, you know, guys like me that have those issues. We don't need that fuel anymore. We're, we're planning, we're driven on whole other things before it even comes to your comments or your naysaying actions. So just, it would be a whole lot better overall for everybody if that kind of stuff would just stop. I know that's a side rant, but it just kind of came through to just things thinking about, you know, because that was a, that was a big thing that I personally was facing with. Um, I had to quit letting it bother me and just understand that my journey is my own. And this is something that I'm self seeking to choose. And it's not, it's not disrupting or bringing anything down. That's making a confliction of any kind of morals or ethics to my immediate crew or to my department. It's simply just one man that is pushing himself to see where his limits are so he can further them to be the best man at home and to be the best man for the department that I serve. Um, that's all that really is. And so, but with that though, like I said, my life mentor, he, he checks up on me and he gives me those, the sense of accountability or, you know, well, man, why did, why did you choose this when you shared that with me? Cause we're, I'm transparent with everybody, you know, especially with him. And it comes to goals, routines, ways of life and he'll check me on something whether I realize it or not and I was like you know this is this is why that occurred um I don't really have an answer for you man and he's like well I'm just gonna be honest with you you're you're letting that little voice of doubt stop you from becoming your true potential you need to work on that that's 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 kind of weak you know I mean this with love and as your brother that's kind of weak you need to you need to tighten up on that and I could sit there and be like, well, who's this guy I think he is? But no, I, I need that. I need that accountability. And I'm thankful for that. So when he delivers those to me, I'm very grateful. And I'm sharing the story. So hopefully those of you that can relate to this or you're on your own personal journeys of self-growth, but you quit kind of dabbling into it and you're really starting to gain momentum and you're gaining a constant routine, find that guy. Find that person that's going to sit there and give you those real talks and say it out of love and care. And they're out there. So don't, don't sit there and think that you can't find them. Like I said, I've never got a chance to even hug this man or meet him face to face yet. But we have so many heart to hearts that he gets it and I understand it. Find that person and really draw to them, draw onto them. 
he's he's been down the path I'm on before. He's several years ahead, and that's totally fine. That's just life. And when we decide to to finally meet and and share testimonies and gather the courage to just reach out and find those that are willing to help, but that that's not a determining factor. He's able to see what's happening. He can remember where he was at during my stage of my journey, and he can help push me through that as long as I'm willing, and I am willing. So really try and find those guys and build that corner in your life that is solid. You don't need 50 people, so to say, to just be your sense of accountability. You can do so much more with a a tight-knit circle that is full in on trust, love, and loyalty than you ever can with a hundred people that just like you for the moment. You know, just keep that in mind. And, um, it will help you. It's definitely helps me. Uh, It's definitely kept me sharp and I'm, I'm feeling the, the ramifications of it and the fact that doing something every day that one is uncomfortable, whether it be physically or mentally, but still choosing to do it, it's starting to sharpen that mentality. And that's where you're starting to get that mental resiliency. Um, there's workouts to where I set aside, and I know it's going to suck the second I start it. But I see it through. And I don't go for time just yet because they're kind of uh, kind of intense on, on their own, at least for my level. Everyone's different levels of in- intensity can be different. But something that I'm used to and not used to, when I do these intense workouts, it scares me because I know it's going to suck. But if I stop it and I don't commit through it, it's just a letdown. And that was a self-choice of choosing to quit instead of seeing it through. So once you say you create a workout routine that just scares the crap out of you, and once you complete it, continue to complete it, then put a time then put a timeline on it. Okay, well, how long did it take me to do that? And now you have something to base off of. But I do urge you, though, that if you're going to do that, do not sacrifice the full range of motion of every rep and every set just because you're going against a time clock now. Uh, I was training like that previously, and it 100% showed when, uh, when I went through a program that uh, I was not properly training. And... On that note, one of the things that was said is we're here to be prepared for the job. We're not here to be prepared for a program. You should already be coming to these programs like that, already physically fit for the job. And that was a big slice of humble pie uh, delivered to me over here. Just because what I thought was decent, maybe compared to my immediate surroundings, yeah, sure. But when you look at the overall National American Fire Service and what's truly to be expected... I was falling short, and that lit a fire into me when I when I was driving home. And uh, things have changed. You know, diets have tightened up. There, there's been all kinds of factors going into that. You know, the the waking up early to get out there and do it. I still have a difficult time with that, but I'm working on it. Um, and that just goes back to what am I doing the night before? Now we have a we have a newborn in the house and help my wife. There's all different kinds of things that you can use as a crutch or an excuse to say, oh, but ultimately it just comes down to when are you going to decide to just man up and make it happen? Because until you start doing that, you're just going to stay stagnant. 
and you're not going to truly be able to break through those walls. So that's, it's been a lot of what's been going on with me here lately. You know, it has been building a lot of mental resiliency, you know, um, like I said, a lot of great things coming up as well, you know, with that one uncommon week program, that's, uh, that's been a jaw drop dropper and eye opener more than I could ever imagine. Just for the fact that there's, there's so many top tier, high level caliber and highly respected personnel that has had an immediate influence on me that's willing to come states away to help facilitate and orchestrate this program. Um, it's very humbling. And so that alone has just been a phenomenal or still is a phenomenal experience just to be a part of. And I will tell you what, I've gained an absolute utmost respect for any one of these conferences and hot programs that have been, you know, tried and true and forged through fire, so to say, and have stood the times that are continuously being done annually. It's my goodness. It's, uh, there's so much behind the scenes work just to have you pay a fee and attend it. It is phenomenal. So next time you ever attend a conference, whoever's hosting that, I mean, show, show some love and just thank them for being able to put that on because you guys have no idea how much work goes into those things. Um, it's, I'm definitely seeing it and it, it's highly commendable. So with that, you know, we got Christmas coming up and all that good stuff. I hope everyone is staying safe for the holidays. Um, nothing really big kind of coming up on my end other than I'm trying to get back into this swing of thing. I've had a lot of you guys reach out to me and ask for some more episodes and ask for some guests. Um, very thankful for that. I know it's been a bit of a hiatus and I was actually talking to a brother today about that, that, you know, I would rather go weeks without putting something out there than just forcing something. And, um, I full heartedly believe in that, you know, whether it be content or even a, an episode, I didn't just want to wing an episode, but it was on my heart to at least just give a recap, you know, what's been going on, you know, what's been changing. There's some, there's some great things coming up. Um, there's going to be some advertising for something coming up in January that involves myself that I'm highly humbled and excited and honored about. Um, so stay on the horizon for that. And other than that, guys, I just pray that you just continue to submit to God's will in your lives and uh, really let his work be done so that way the overall picture can be painted. We all play an important part important part and an important role in that whether we want to acknowledge it or not and um i just pray that you you find it in yourself to so you just submit to that other than that guys i love y'all very much i will start working on some things there's some things going through my mind it's just little phrases that i really want to elaborate on and, and create some episodes on uh, i've had a couple guest recommendations my way I know it's the holidays, so I'll see if I can't maybe reach out to one one or two of them and get that good word in before the end of the year. But, uh, but until then, like I said, guys, y'all just continue to do your thing and just you know stay submissive to God's will for your life because it will pay off dividends when you least expect it. 
So y'all stay humble and stay safe.